Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now We talk a lot about brewery automation on this show. A few episodes have lightly touched on the subject of craft beer pie. And I finally reached out to Manuel Fritsch about the software that he's created called craft beer pie and how it's grown into one of the best brewery controllers out there. So stick with me today and we're going to talk about craft beer pie and all that you can do with it on homebrewing DIY. recipes and taking good notes are two of the key fundamentals of making great beer. This is one of the first things that you learn when becoming a new brewer. I started taking notes on a sheet from my extract kit and then quickly moved to brewing software. I've tried many different types of brewing software and then I found Brewfather. This is the one piece of software that you need for recipes and very detailed brew day notes as well as fermentation notes. Brewfather also integrates with some of the topics that we discuss on this show like the till hydrometer, the ice spindle, and ferment track. You need no other piece of software than Brewfather. One of the best parts of Brewfather is that you can try it for free. All you need to do is head to our website, homebrewingdiy.beer, and click on the Brewfather banner to sign up for free today. Once again, that's homebrewingdiy.beer, and sign up for Brewfather today. Keeping a clean brewery is the key to making great beer that doesn't get contaminated. Do you use a glass or plastic carboy for your fermentation? Did you know that getting your carboy clean can be tough, especially removing the cruisin ring? Even with traditional carboy cleaning tools, it can take a lot of time and not get your carboy completely clean. Well, today there's a new tool that can easily clean your carboy and do it fast, and that tool is called a scrubber ducky. Scrubber duckies are a new magnetic carboy cleaner that are easy to use and get the cleaning results required in brewing. Drop a magnetic scrubber into your carboy and be able to scrub away all of the grime in that hard to clean cruising. They are no match for scrubber duckies and you can get yours today at scrubberduckies.com. Once again, head over to scrubberduckies.com.
And welcome back to Homebrewing DIY, the show that takes on the do-it-yourself aspect of homebrewing. Gadgets, contraptions, and parts, this show covers it all. Today, we're talking with Manuel Fritsch about craft beer pie and how you can use it to control every aspect of your homebrewery. First, I want to thank our patrons. Their monthly support is what keeps this show on the air. We have a current promotion going that if you give at the $1 level, you get access to our free and early release RSS feed, as well as there's no ads. You also get special recipes and a ton of other cool things that only patrons get. Our monthly supporters keep this podcast coming to you for free every week. We also have a really cool new feature to help us go through fewer steps when you try to rate us. Head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash homebrewingdiy and it will pull up all of the services that take ratings. Your rating helps others find this podcast and it also lets us know what you think of the show. Once again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash homebrewingdiy. The last way to support this show is to head over to our website, homebrewingdiy.beer, and use the sponsor banners to support the show. Try Brewfather or shop at Adventures in Homebrewing, and your prices will stay the same, but it lets them know that we sent you and they support the show. Thanks to all of those that have already used those links so far. This is our first show of the year, and I've been working on getting my iSpindle up and running. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I think I have a bad ESP8266. I have a new one on order, and I hope it gets it working. I have to say, it was really fun to get the soldering iron out and put together some electronics. I do have an update, though. On episode 4, where we did talk about the iSpindle, I added a couple of YouTube videos that I found. These videos actually give you a step-by-step walkthrough on how to solder the model to the 4.0 PCB board and how to flash it. One issue that I'm having is that the instructions when flashing the board are only for PC, and the issue at my house is that I don't own a Windows computer. I only have Linux or Mac OS, so I need to find a different flashing software. So if anybody out there has any ideas on how to flash a ESP8266, using a GUI interface on Mac, that would be awesome. So let me know. That would, uh, just send a quick email over to podcast at homebrewingdiy.beer. Once again, that's podcast at homebrewingdiy.beer. All right, let's dive into our show today and talk to Manuel Fritsch, all the way from Germany, about craft beer pie. I'd like to welcome Manuel Fritsch to Homebrewing DIY. Welcome, Manuel. Hello. Awesome. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a bit about the craft beer pie, which uh, is is something that uh, you kind of wrote and, and created. And uh, so let's just start uh, at the beginning. Uh, how did you get into homebrewing or brewing in general? Well, good question. So, to be honest, um, I started building the the software Craft Beer Pie before I started really uh, into homebrewing. Um, well, this is um, I, I search for a new hobby, and I'm a computer scientist. So, I started developing an application, and uh, then 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 I started brewing. Um, so, you actually wrote the software before you actually uh, started brewing. 
that's actually kind of cool in the way that how did you approach brewing without really knowing brewing? Yeah, really good question. Well, uh, one evening I had this Raspberry Pi microcomputer in my hand and I was thinking about what can I do with this small computer. Um, I want to avoid to to install or set up the next media center for my TV, which I'm not using. And uh, my second hobby is barbecue. And uh, well, then I um, well um, thought about what can I do next. And um, brewing is a nice topic. A cold beer with a steak uh, is a perfect combination. Uh, I bought a book about brewing. It's 20 years old. This book. It's a simple book, how to create your own beer, and uh, searched for some, some articles on the internet, uh, watched some YouTube videos, and then I started coding. That's awesome. So you kind of <laughs> learned about the whole brewing process and then started coding versus actually brewing, right? Yes. I, I started <laughs> with, a, with a simple rice cooker <laughs> uh, and a temperature sensor, and I controlled the rice cooker. This was my first brewing setup. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you actually make beer out of the rice cooker? No, it was just a, a setup to try out uh, the software in general. Then I went directly to Grandma's cooking pot. <laughs> this is quite popular in Germany to use this uh, for home brewing. So 30 liters and I controlled this cooking pot and uh, created my first beer. That's awesome. What was that first beer? The first beer uh, was um, a simple uh, German Weizen. It was it's a simple beer uh, you can drink after fourteen days. So simple and yep. easy. <laughs> I love German Weizen. They're they're great beers. Uh, so really, obviously, you you said your your passion is is barbecue uh, from the beginning, and then obviously now uh, home brewing and brewing in general, and obviously you had this. Uh, raspberry pie hanging out and and that kind of started down your 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 path what really you know drove you to make craft beer pie into kind of what it is today other than just a simple project uh well the first version it was just a, a simple temperature controller one relay one sensor uh i um yeah well Put it into the on, on GitHub and uh, announced this in the German homebrewing uh, community. There was positive feedback, and then I um, thought about uh, what is missing and what is what could Raspberry Pi make different from other brewing setups. And, uh, and then I said, well, we need to have an open platform with a plugging functionality, and this is what I built with Raspberry Pi. That's awesome, and, and it is an open source platform, so. Anyone could, if you have a Raspberry Pi, it's very easy to install Craft Beer Pi, correct? Yes, it's really easy. It's, uh, well, at the end, it's uh, downloading the, the, the code to the Raspberry Pi and uh, run the installation script. Um, I would say after less than three minutes, you are ready to go from the software point of view. And then you have to set up all the electric things around. Awesome. And if I were brand new to brewing automation, let's just say... I've been doing it on my stove and I decided I wanted to do a simple electric setup. What would I need to kind of get started with craft beer pie and uh, uh, the most basic level of temp control? Mm, well, you need to, you need to, to have a raspberry pie. Of course, um, I would recommend uh, to use a craft beer pie extension board. 
um, you need uh, a relay and a digital temperature sensor. So quite quite simple. And uh, yeah, the first setup uh, is quite easy to set up and not that expensive. From there, from there you can grow um, in the in the direction you like. Yeah. So so the idea would be I have a Raspberry Pi. You, we would get a, a extension board which allows you to put the different controllers, I guess you would say, or monitoring devices. Uh, sensors. Di- yeah, directly into the Raspberry Pi, and then for, so that it can be monitored by the software. And then from mm-hmm. there, you know, a very simple setup could just be like maybe a PID or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. One temperature sensor and one relay, and the Craft Beer Pies uh, software is controlling the temperature during your mesh, for example. Yeah, exactly. And what are some of the cool things? I so I, I guess I'll kind of start assuming that if somebody's listening. To this is doesn't know anything about uh, Craft Beer Pie. Uh, one of the cool features that I totally love about the Craft Beer Pie is the fact that other people can write modules for it, and it's it, that open environment kind of created its own entire platform for people to really just build upon. What are some of the cool things that you have seen other people create using your software? Yeah, well, you, as you mentioned, the, the, the plugin functionality, this is this makes CraftyPy completely different. It's, it's a platform, it's a community. And one of the coolest plugins I've seen is, for example, a hop dropper. It's a, a plugin from software and uh, an hardware extension, the community build to add your hops during the boil at the correct time uh, automatically. This is one thing. And one of the most craziest thing I've seen was a, uh, well, the connectivity to a Nintendo Wii balance board to use it as a scale of, uh, this is quite crazy. <laughs> so somebody actually created a module in Craft Beer Pie that I could use the Nintendo Wii balance board for like the Wii Fit as the scale for like measuring out their grain. Yeah, for example. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Shows the ingenuity really of of what's out there, right? Uh what are some uh tips and tricks out there that you would say when talking about Craft Beer Pie? Like, how does it make your brew day easier? So, for example, let's assume right now, uh, and I'll give you an example. My current brew setup is I brew in a bag with a gas burner, and uh, I don't have any type of temperature control other than a a thermometer that I do by hand. What are the benefits of of going to a craft beer pie system, and and what kind of uh, things does it make easier throughout your brew day? For example, um, you could start with a simple temperature controller for your mesh, as mentioned before. Um, you can uh, yeah, have different rests without uh, standing next to the system, constantly checking the temperature. Uh, in general, this brings you a lot of time to concentrate on other things around the brew. This would be your first step. Just make it much more easier for you and reproducible. This is also key. Yeah, if you have a nice recipe of your beer and you want to recreate this, um, it's much easier uh, with an automation. Okay, so if I have an automated system, it's a lot easier for me to reproduce the same recipe over and over again and create uh, a system that helps with consistency, right? 
exactly. Uh, well, or adjust your recipe. That you say, I like to tune my recipe in, in a particular way. Without automation, it's quite hard. And yeah, start with automation for the for the mesh. The first step, continue uh, automation for for the boil, for example, or even. Uh, control, uh, control your hot liquor tank to have uh, the right amount of hot water available uh, at the right point in time. Yeah, yeah that, that's amazing. So, and, and craft beer pie is going to work with any type of setup from a one vessel to you know a three or four vessel setup, correct? Exactly. There's no limit to the vessels. Um, you can start with a single vessel. There are setups with with three vessels, which are quite common. Uh, yeah, different setups. It's used for home brewing as well as in professional breweries. Oh, awesome. So people are using craft beer pie to automate professional brewing as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And this is uh, done all over over the world, to be honest. Um, so there's a there's a brewery near Hanover in Germany. Uh, they're using this since three years uh, with, um, with 10 hectoliter setup. Um, they're producing uh, 500 hectoliters a year. Uh, this is quite quite a nice setup. Yeah. The professional brewery. It's a small one, but a craft brewery. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. What what are some of the issues that uh, if I were starting out that I would run into, and um, you know, what are the best kind of resources to uh, engage with the community to to overcome them? Yeah, well, the first issue uh, will be um, you could start using a Raspberry Pi and connect the, the hardware directly to the Raspberry Pi. But this is quite challenging because the Raspberry Pi is not built to connect re- relays and temperature sensors directly. So this could could be the first challenge you, you're facing um, from the hardware perspective. Um, from the software perspective, maybe you're not finding the right plugin for your setup. Uh, depending on your on, on your setup, you need a different, maybe a different control logic or so. Um, but a good starting point for this is to join the Craft Beer Pi community on Facebook. Um, they are amazing. There are more than 6,000 people constantly uh, talking about Craft Beer Pi. This is amazing. They're helping each other. Uh, well, there's no need from my side to support. <laughs> the community is so amazing. That that's awesome. So y- you feel like the community does a really good job of uh, walking new people through the process of getting one set up, and uh, the Facebook group is probably the best resource when it comes to engaging with that community. Yeah, the Facebook group is a, is the best starting point. I can recommend. They are really really amazing. Awesome. And, and for those listening, I will put links straight to that base that Facebook group. Uh, we'll do it uh, when just dig into the show notes, and you'll see it there. Uh, one thing you talked about there was uh, the issues with connecting it straight to the Raspberry Pi. And earlier when you talked about, you know, maybe a basic setup, you said a Raspberry Pi control board. What is that board and really what does it do? Uh, well, the uh, we call it extension board. It's, um, it's a board you can plug on top of your Raspberry Pi. The Raspberry Pi comes with a header pin connector. It's so-called GPIO. Um, yeah, port and on top of that you can connect this PCB board um, and this brings some for example some screw terminals to connect relays or temperature sensors much more easy and for example if you like to uh, connect an analog sensor 
This is not possible with the standard Raspberry Pi, but the board allows to bring in analog sensors. Um, yeah, well, um, have different pump types connected, and um, even ac acoustic sounds are possible with with, the, with this board. Yeah. Okay, so the board allows me to have basically the it's it's like a, a place for me to be able to attach those different devices. It also has uh, different ways of wiring it so that, like, for example, you talked about uh, an, an analog center sensor. Since the Raspberry Pi in, is inherently a digital device, a, you yeah. have a way of converting that analog signal in the control board over to a digital signal would be one example, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's much more easy to wiring everything up. Um, yeah, if you do it uh, with a simple Raspberry Pi, yes, it's possible. There are even guys uh, building their own boards, um, also possible. It's not uh, something stopping you from doing that, uh, but to use the standard board uh, is much more easy, and uh, even feedback from the community is yeah much much more available. That's awesome, and, and you you actually sell the PCB boards if uh, somebody yeah. needed to find one, correct? Exactly. Uh, at the moment, there's no official shop. Well, hopefully, we will have an official shop next year. We're currently planning this. Um, uh, if you are interested in having a board, um, at the moment, the way is write an email to order at craftbeerpie.com um, with your name and your um, with your with your shipping address, and uh, I will handle this in this way. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if we just send an email to order at craftbeerpie.com, you could uh, inquire about getting a, a board directly from you that's going to basically be able to suit most needs when it comes to setting up yeah. a craft beer pie, right? Yeah, yeah this board, for example, is even used by professional breweries. Yeah, so, awesome. And so, can be used by a homebrew setup as well. That, that's awesome. So it's a very versatile board that can be used for many different things. Yeah. Uh, what is... Uh, you know, where's a good place to find a step-by-step -step guide on how to build a, a craft beer pie? You could start on the website of craft beer pie. Um, there's some, some information. Uh, other things I could recommend, depending um, depending on your country, I recommend to, to look at uh, YouTube. There are a lot of videos in different languages how to build such a setup. setup. And even there are some step-by-step um, yeah, uh, -step, um, guides linked from the craft paper community. But the most easy setup is, again, join the community, and uh, from there you have a lot of information. That's awesome. And, and I know that the Craft Bear Pie is a, a really big community, and a community really kind of, at this point, helped help supported and driven by its users. But obviously... There's still software that needs that is written and maintained. What are some cool new features that are up and coming in Craft Beer Pie? What are you currently working on? Mm -hmm. uh, currently, I'm working on the uh, new version, version four. Um, the big change in version four is um, that I like to introduce a dashboard mode with a plug, uh, with a drag and drop functionality. So at the moment, um, you can configure your hardware, actor sensors, vessels, uh, yeah, well, in a static way that they always organize on screen in the, in the, in the same way. Uh, in the new version, you will have a dashboard mode where you can uh, 
organize and place your your um, buttons and um, yeah your vessels in a graphical representation like on a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. For example, then you can direct directly see, for example, your three vessels, uh, your pumps, um, the temperature is written on top of the vessel, and um, yeah, this can be done by uh, adjusted by you by the user. Oh, that's awesome. So the idea would be a custom dashboard and, and a, a real world life cycle, a real world experience might be, I have a screen in my brewery and I can look at, instead of having to look at my computer monitor, I could in, essentially just look at the, uh, the screen and kind of see where I am in my brewing process in real time and have that customizable to my entire setup, right? Yeah. The key is much more customizable. Um, well, and for the um, technical guys, there will be an update um, how plugins can be provided uh, and um, a way a new way of distributing plugins which makes it much more easy to select uh, between different version of a, of a certain plugin and the update process will be much more easy yeah and, and so for other people that maybe don't understand what a plugin is uh, a plugin would be a different functionality add-on to the base software correct exactly a plugin could be a new sensor a new actor um a new control logic um, for example there are breweries saying uh, i like to read uh, the data from two temperature sensors in my vessel and based on an average um, i want to uh, well, control the heat. Um, this could be a plugin, or maybe there are plugins connecting a Wi-Fi socket, um, so or an analog sensor, or some some, for example, some sensors for the fermentation, like this this tilt. Yeah, maybe you know this is um, uh, this is a sensor you put in you put in your tank during the fermentation to. To um, yeah, get get digital digital data from your fermentation process and control the the heat and the cooling during during the fermentation. Yeah, so uh, we talk about the tilt hydrometer on this podcast yeah. all the time. It seems to come up every few episodes just because yeah. we talk a, a lot about different brewing softwares, and it's it plays nice with a lot of different ones. And so example would be. Yes, I could get a plug-in. I could add it to my craft beer pie, and it's automatic. With that plug-in, it's going to start reading my tilt hydrometer, and, and it's going to be a much easier way of installing it than having to go and encode it myself, right? Yeah. Yeah, and installing a plug-in is just like downloading an app. You know? Plugins yeah. uh, can be downloaded from the user interface of craft beer pie. There is a, uh, a tab called um, plugins or add-ons, it's called. There you just have a list on the right hand side. There's a download button for each plugin, and you just uh, press the download button. Wait until you get the uh, feedback. Plugin installed. Please restart your controller. Um, yeah, and then you are ready to go. And if you want to uh, remove a plugin, there's also a remove button to uh, yeah remove it from your installation. That's awesome. Uh, there are different types of Raspberry Pis out there. Is there a certain mm -hmm. Raspberry Pi model you would recommend? for someone when they're looking at uh, setting one up? Well, uh, I would recommend at least a Raspberry Pi 3. In general, it's working with every Raspberry Pi model. Um, the current extension board um, is working with the Raspberry Pi 3, the new extension board. 
hopefully I will release this in January. It will be um, working with Raspberry Pi 4 and 3. Um, the reason is uh, the USB connectors of the Raspberry Pi are moved slightly a few millimeters that the, board, the old board will not fit on top. So we developed a new version, but we took the chance to bring some new cool features to the new board, like, for example, a pump control. Oh, that's awesome. So, for example, if I have uh, a pump, I can use a, I, I can have a pump controller straight into the board and not have to uh, wire it elsewhere in a box, right? Yeah, well, for example, there's this, uh, in, at least in Europe, it's famous, it's it's, it's a, a pump called TD5. Uh, it's a simple homebrewing pump, and um, the speed or, or, the, or the pump can be um, can be controlled by um, by the power you're sending to, to uh, you're sending a power signal to the pump, yeah? and this power signal can be handled by the board, by the new board, much more easy, so they can control the flow of the pump in the new version. It's quite nice for home brewing. That's awesome. Uh, what What are you brewing now? What's What's in uh, your brewing future? Yeah, well, at the moment I'm brewing a simple stout. Uh, yeah, well, will not be ready for Christmas. For Christmas, I have enough um, beer um, available. Uh, but yeah, hopefully for for New Year, uh, I will. Be, it will be ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome what what is what is your current setup look like uh could you walk us through how you have craft beer pie set up to control your brewery uh yeah well um i just uh set up i uh, just created a new setup for, for myself in september um i took the chance uh, to set up a um three kettle um ham system um yeah well with a with a mesh uh, vessel and a hot liquor tank and a boil vessel um, with two pumps, uh, very traditional, and a controller box controlling everything. Yeah, this is my new setup. I've since September in place. Uh, yeah. How how many how many beers have you brewed on that system? Two only. Yeah. I have less time at the moment. I like to finish a new version. Uh, I attended several fairs with Craft Beer Pie. Um, for example, I was uh, at one of the uh, largest automation fair last month in Nuremberg, Germany, uh, to present a Craft Beer Pie together with some partners. It was quite amazing, and yeah, there I spent a lot of time. So this uh, yeah, blocks me a little bit from homebrewing. But hopefully this will change next year. Uh, kind of sounds like me. I, I obviously launched a podcast this year, and I feel like I yeah. brew less because of it. But on the yeah. but I, I I did finally brew a batch last week. I I'm really proud of myself for brewing a batch last week. And uh, what did you brew? I I, I brewed a, a an American brown ale. Uh, yeah. I actually just kind of uh, I I finally said I'm gonna brew today. And use the malt that I had laying around and some hops no, I had laying around, and uh, and knocked out a batch. And actually, uh, I'm very I, I use a ferment track for my fermentation control. Um, I'm sure you you've maybe heard of that. It's based off of uh, uh, the BrewPy software, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, and basically, I finally got it to integrate with my BrewFather software. So I'm very excited about it, and uh, I'm now getting a, a really sweet chart of like you know my gravity and my mm. my temperature in real time but it's attached to my brew log which i'm 
stoked. I love it. So okay. that's my my new geeky project that I'm working on right now. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, very similar to things that people go the rabbit holes people go down when they're talking about craft beer pie as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manuel, I, I want to thank you very, very much for uh, taking the time to talk to me today about uh, about this amazing platform that you've built. Uh, I'll make sure that, obviously, in the show notes, I'll link to your Facebook group. I'll link to your website. I'll also add the email address so that people can uh, uh, inquire about getting a control board from you. And yeah. I'm really excited to see the new version come out and, and what you guys do with it. It's very exciting. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me uh, to take place in this podcast. Uh, hope I could bring some some useful information for your for your community and uh, yeah, maybe the people start using Crafty Pie. Absolutely, I, I think uh, I I've had a lot of requests for this show, so I'm very excited to have it. Uh, I've had actual people that listen to this show reach out to me and be like, "Hey, can you do a show on Craft Beer Pie?" So uh, this is a show I'm very excited to be recording. So, Manuel, thank you so much for taking the time. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll have you back on the show when you get that new version out. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank Manuel for taking the time to be on this week's show. And please follow us on our social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Look for the handle at homebrewingdiy, all one word. Well, that's it for this week, and we're going to see you next on Homebrewing DIY.